Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbiotica is your solution to great-tasting all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or artificial nonsense. It's just pure goodness in every pouch. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. That's C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Welcome to Worst Year Ever, a production of iHeartRadio. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through it together or not. Everything is so dumb, 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 Happy birthday, America. Yes, indeed, as we celebrate our independence today, as we celebrate our birth as a nation, a day that kick-started a, a, a revolution to gain our sovereignty. Let's admit that this last year's trip around the sun was also another head-scratcher. Um, but let's also remember that we are babies. You know, <laughs> as a country, we're basically going through puberty in comparison to um, other countries' timelines. Um, and we're going to go through growing pains. We are going through growing pains. This is not an excuse to say this. It's just a reality. And this is good because we got to keep learning. We, we got to keep maturing. We got to keep striving. We got to keep climbing. We got to keep building. And we got to make sure we maintain Sorry. hope along the way as we continue to evolve. Why? Because it's who we are. Why? Because the alternative sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that America and you and I, I believe we're an aspiration. All right? We're constantly in motion. We're on the way, trying to get wiser, trying to get braver, trying to dream more, trying to do more, trying to, 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 to be more fair, take the right kind of responsibilities to gain the right kind of freedoms. And we've got to keep realizing that we're a place where our individual pursuits and desires uh, need to be appreciative and supportive of our collective responsibilities as Americans, hence the United States of America. <laughs> Sure, we're each unique. We're each independent. We each have innate abilities that others don't have as people and as states. But at the same time, we are all in this together. And if you don't purchase that, move on. Go somewhere else. Where? So, as we celebrate the red, white, and blue this <laughs> no, weekend, let's be sure and just reflect a minute. Take a little bit, of in, little bit of inventory on where we've come from, uh, where we are, um, and how and where we want to go from here. On the way to being the best we can be. Now, what if that be best. was a song that each of us <laughs> what? just said, I can't not <laughs> sing that song. Wait, sing the song uh, so we can a, sing it. A little bit better. You want to be a little How bit does it better. go? We'll sing it. We'll on sing the way it. to being the best we can be. Let's make that a song we can't not sing. Wait. Well, We're on the way to be not. the best that we can be. Make that a song that we just have to sing. You can't. Let's rock America. America. Happy birthday. I mean, I think. Let's rock America. The best country ever. Let's rock America. All right. There's lots of comp. Together. (laughs) Probably not. Because we've Um, got so many guns, guns, guns. (laughs) Guns, guns, guns. This brings up a lot of different things. (laughs) I mean, it's funny. Matthew McConaughey (laughs) seems to be doing the thing that a lot of people love to do, which is transpose advice that's broadly good for individual human beings to a nation where it's like, yeah, people, sure, go through growing pains. You know, the younger you are, the more dumb and even cruel things you're going to do. And that doesn't necessarily make you a bad person because life is a growing experience. That's less 
that that's less meaningful when you're not talking about like just like a like a person and you're talking about a country with yeah. the power to end all of life on earth with the press of a button and the power to make the planet uninhabitable for the human species over the course of decades via a, an economic system that it largely drives on a global scale um yeah well, it's, uh, it's just it's, not it's, it's, it's not really it's, applicable it's not it's naive mm-hmm. also matthew you don't want to be governor you want to be a no. ted talker you, you know, wanted, oh, you that. want to make big philosophical. You don't know anything about how to achieve what you're just talking about because I enjoyed no. the campaign. Well, also, like for example, or leave. He says, or leave. Where would we leave? Yeah, where would you go? What Matthew. are you talking about? Well, what? right. That's also like that's not so what? much going on here. If you don't like your like what's going on in your country and what I say about your country, you should get out of here. It's not like a winning uh, statement, I guess, from a politician. He seems like this is clearly, he's a desired politician now. Uh, And Uh. (laughs) what if I disagree with him and I don't want to leave, but also like it's, it's, it's fascinating to me because it is a whole lot of words that say nothing. Yeah. Um, What he's talking about. And like, I, I, I broadly am like, He's right that we are like a puberty country. Um, yes. It's a we're very younger we're, than a we're, lot of countries. We're younger than a lot said, of countries. We're 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 older than Germany, um, which both is <laughs> currently a, a broadly more reasonable place than us. But also, if we're talking about growing pains, they had some pretty bad growing pains. Real that awful I growing like pains. Yeah, <laughs> kind of affected um, like the entire I would household. Like to avoid if we're going to go Germany through style growing pains. Well, also, uh, I guess you could say slavery was our growing. I don't know. Again, I mean, it doesn't we make had, any we sense because pains. people aren't countries. I well, just think yeah. he's really relying on his Oscar uh, in this speech. Like yeah. you could see him pulling out his actor tricks of like mm-hmm. I'm going to deliver. Look, he's a, he's, well, a, the, he's a very good actor. He's a, yeah. an inherently charismatic guy. It's hard not to like him when he does pretty much anything because he's Matthew McConaughey. It's his job to be liked. You guys, visually though, the like zoomed in camera angle, the talking with oh, your it's fans, great. Like the only thing, the, the only thing that would make it better is if he was eating fast food in his car. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, or drinking some about. bourbon. Yeah. <laughs> So my main issue is that what did he say, which is nothing. Um, and he talked it's, about timelines. It's, it's well, yeah. Alternate so like, but he's, but he's but what he's doing and it, is he's a very skilled politician already. Very yeah, good job. Yeah, that's Matthew. what I was gonna say. Uh, because he's saying like, you know, oh yeah, what what a wild year it was. You know, uh, really he- real head scratcher. You know, we're going through going pains. We're going through this. We're going through that. We got to come together. He never said what those growing pains were. Yeah. Uh, what he. Th- thinks about them, what he thinks are the problem with them, what he wants to do about it, or what the collective action is. Uh, it's just these sort of like lofty, like, I like the idea of America is this. Okay, what happened last year? What was the problem with it? What are the pains going on? What are the fights about? Yeah. What is your opinion on them? Um, he's just sort of playing to the uh, we got to unite. So what you're um, saying but it's is also, but, no notes. But like better than... Uh, no notes, perfect. <laughs> But like, but like better than Greg Abbott. Well, it's interesting because uh, he's well, doing yes. this. He's, he's walking the line right now, which is that sure he's because he's saying like, uh, you know, we're all individuals. We got these, you know, it's an individual nation, but also we have collective responsibility, and that's gonna like make a lot of like conservative heads explode. Like, yeah, I, everyone's very excited about Matthew McConaughey running. Uh, they're like, yeah, like finally we got like a guy. Um, but once he says. We have a collective responsibility. That that's Marxism to them. That's uh, that's commie shit. Um, and uh, but al- although again, he ha- he didn't say is explicitly what it was. Is that the response that people that, are giving? Um, I didn't look at the response because I was just uh, Sophie just shared this video and I was like, that's fun. Uh, so I don't know the response, but I know that that's the response when anyone talks about any mm, sort of collective yeah. responsibility or action. That's commie stuff. America is about the individual and freedom. Uh, in the marketplace of individuality and freedom, yeah. uh, so I, uh, it's you know we'll see how how well he toes that line. Uh, we'll see what he what he means when he actually says anything about Matthew McConaughey getting into politics. Which yeah, it looks like he's he's going for is that absolutely like, that American flag in the background? Come on, oh yeah, completely meaningless as everything in that video was. He would be objectively the best governor we've had 
I don't know, since like Ann Richards. Like, like Bummer, Texas right? politics I mean, is too, such right? a fucking disaster. And our last handful of governors have been such unrepentant, violent sociopaths that like, yeah, fuck Matthew McConaughey. Get him in <laughs> there. Talk, yeah. Have him talk about freedom and opportunity. It'll be Get on yeah. You know what he probably won't do is encourage Texans to kill people they disagree with. I don't think he'll do that. That's true. That's actually true. And that's true. something. That's something. Matthew McConaughey will enthusiastically urge murder. Um, so, <laughs> uh, um, that was, in terms that was of other fun. old business, I have something to bring up as well that I oh, think is goodness. important. Reach. I have a couple of things. One thing is I found the WikiFeet page for Ava Brown. Um, oh. Hitler, <laughs> uh, girlfriend and of eventual course wife. that's the like. <laughs> yeah, of course you did. They found a of bunch course of, it exists, and of course you looked for it. It's in, it's incredible because the photos they've picked are like they're from videos. I think they're they're colorized videos. I don't think they were originally shot in color, but like vacation videos that she took, mm-hmm. like at a beach mm-hmm. and stuff. And they're so normal. They look like they. I mean, other than the fact that the resolution's a little off, they could have been filmed by like any woman, any white lady in her twenties today. Like every like every lady I, listening. Oh to yeah, this these has are Instagram videos. photos. Can't yeah, these are. They're again a little blurry. Believe this. Isn't it amazing? I can't believe this. <laughs> Three out of Internet five stars. I did you find some clear shots of her feet. Um, you sick fucks. <laughs> All of you sick fucks. So funny. Are you just like, fucking masturbating? She spent the early 40s fucking a man who is responsible picture. for 70 something million deaths. But she and sure is flexible. Kudos, kudos guys on to the, the 23 people like, who voted ugly on three stars. Um, three stars. I would masturbate to her feet, but not a lot. Yeah. Okay, everybody yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. listening to this in your cars, pull over, Google mm-hmm. her wiki feet. Wild. It's incredible. It's this is an audio medium, amazing. but I think yeah. that this transcends. Once again, Katie's, just, Katie is ranked higher on WikiFeet. So yes, Katie, Katie oh has higher, a higher ranking on WikiFeet than the lady who literally fucked Hitler. That's right. What? This is an honor. You've turned my day right around. We're not worthy. <laughs> I do want to read out, because there's 87 total votes from incredible human beings who decided <laughs> Ava Game Brown up. has a WikiFeet page and I must vote upon it. 22 said beautiful. 12 said nice. 24 said okay. Six said bad and 23 said ugly. And I have to say, I think those people are voting her feet ugly just because she fucked Hitler because her feet are fine. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, her feet I are fine. I think the it's, median it's... one is very reasonable, especially given the blurriness of the photos. But I think people are being unfair to her feet just because she had sex with the man who orchestrated the Holocaust. I think people are unfair to her feet because <laughs> feet are ugly in general. <laughs> Yes, it, there's a lot of things wrong with this. But, like, yeah. judge, judge, so that's judge, the first... her, judge her by her rotten soul, not by her bunions, you yeah. creeps. Yeah, don't Brief. don't blame her soul on her souls. Yeah, oh, wow. we really wow. found we it. Wow. Man, we're 12 <laughs> minutes into this episode. and we Easily are our in. best episode ever. Yeah. I have uh, one last piece of, I, of business to bring. I have yeah? one addendum to this, just because Please, I'm reading, and now I'm reading the, the user comments. <laughs> Uh, one person, really honest, just says, hard to rate. Right. Uh, uh, that person is the Walter Cronkite of our era. <laughs> Delving into the Eva Brown wiki feet controversy and saying, oh, it's a tough man. one, guys. It's a real hard one. Uh, real head scratcher here. Uh, nice color shot of her toes. Wonder if A.H. was into showing them some TLC. Yuck, um, yuck, I, yuck, I don't yuck, wonder yuck, that, no, but you know, no, it takes all no. kinds. Um, he called him One of the comments is just the most caps. psychopathic thing. That's Texas governor level of psychopath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I uh, follow up. Maybe you'll add uh, uh, <laughs> that. Uh, all caps. OMG. Ava has a page here. Uh, Cupid heart. Cupid heart. Cupid heart. Oh my no, god. No. 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 <laughs> what an amazing species. Um, but my favorite is is just hard to rate. Really matter of fact. Yes. Just hard like to rate no, is extremely yeah. funny. Thank you for that addendum. Honorable. Honorable. Robert, what Honorable. was your other update? We're now this is more of a theory the about a way that we could improve society. So I think oh. we, we should be talking about these things, too. So I was having a conversation with my partner recently. We were talking about bathrooms, particularly the fact that uh, some men's rooms and like shitty bars in particular have like a trough instead of a single mm. urinal. Right. That's and. 
she was like, okay. why don't we just have a trough around the outside of a of a bar so that everyone can pee while they're drinking and not waste mm. time what that could be spent drinking. And this evolved into a discussion of a way to reform society so that everyone is always wearing a hose system around their groin. And mm. there's just a series of holes built into the world around us that you plug the hose into and it sucks mm -hmm. all of the urine out. And that could be, we could rebuild society around that. And people could have just like, just, like catheters? You, know, you mean yeah, kind like of, we all like, wear like a catheter? Like a big industrial, like a six inch wide gauge hose. With, with like a telescoping public, tube hose. Yeah, yeah public um, dump spots, much <laughs> yeah. like. Um, yeah, like built into banks and, and, and much stores. Much like our electric charging stations. Yeah, like an electric charging station. Okay, but in I'm order on board. To get but in reverse, yeah. right? I yeah. will because, say that part of the joy of a bathroom experience for me when I go out um, is to escape the people I'm with for a couple minutes. Yes. <laughs> but you could you could just say, I'm going to go find a hole to plug the tube. You got to go find a pistol. Sure. I got to go, right? go find can a I tube hole. Say, sounds smelly. <laughs> can yeah, I mean, we well, be a urine covered world. That just says you don't have a lot of faith in our ability <laughs> can to, we somehow, uh, you know, Build solid infrastructure yeah. around the country that's clean and, and efficient do, I, I, and, can and we, available can we, to everybody. As, as a matter of fact, mm -hmm. Cody, yes. <laughs> I, I think my only um, addition to this proposal would be to add a feature to your car. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely! That's yeah, like um, an emergency fuel system somehow. Yeah, if we could you're, you're, use we the could make urine-filled urine cars. We could make. Um, I mean, theoretically, hydroelectric power is. There's a lot of potential that's untapped. Couldn't we power our cities with urine? You guys, why have no not? Idea yes. how much Tell I me pee. why not. Yeah, I mean, I think we uh, could, Katie. Maybe I think we do. I think you could run. <laughs> yeah, actually, like you guys have an idea. Yeah, um, you, but you just have an idea. You don't really know. So I'm bringing um, this up because we're talking about climate change, and I think this could be one of the solutions. Is and and also, there's so many new fashion implications. If everyone always has a giant hose wrapped around their legs for what that they can like unplug. You know, it's it's yeah, it's it's, it's I mean, it's good times. look, it could get messy. I'm I'm not sure it's the chicest choice, but can I just say that I, people don't wash shape, their hands looking. enough already? Yeah, but you wouldn't have to wash your hands if you're just plugging a hose into a hole. That just yes, but you're that's sterile. So you wash your hands germs. after you get dressed every morning because you have to like deal. With, you're dealing with the tubes and stuff. I'm oh no, you never take the tube off, off, Cody. Yeah, you, you take never the take the tube off. Oh no, is it like never. an implant thing or is it just yeah. like it's such a comfortable garment? It's so that comfortable. You don't want to take. Yeah. You don't want to. You wouldn't. You wouldn't want to take it off. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why would you? Why would you? We're gonna start having pants with a third tiny leg for your hose. A tiny leg for the hose. Um. We almost have to take an ad break. And we haven't talked about news. <laughs> we haven't have um, talked about the news at all. But we are gonna. You know, we talked about climate change a lot last week. Um, mm -hmm. And you know what? I have a feeling that we're gonna start talking about climate change a lot of weeks, and yep. I'm fine with that. I, I if this becomes a, a climate change focused podcast, I'll be fine with that because it's yeah. really fucking important. Yeah, and what you, 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 we can fix all of our problems. With this with, hose. With P-tubes, yes. All right. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Speaking of large amounts of urine, Joe Biden's popularity is at lower than its high water mark, but maybe not. It's in We're the toilet. We're going to talk about polling right now. Is it in right the toilet? Is it no, no, it actually isn't. It's not isn't. in the toilet. Yeah, it, it's, no, it's, it's most. It's pretty partisan. <laughs> most, it's pretty partisan. That said, most sources, it's not really changed much since he took office. There's been, so um, we wanted to kind of analyze you know, we have our own our own bubble here, and uh, the three of us disagree on things, but we're all pretty much in accordance that Joe Biden. Eh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it's it's useful to kind of like okay, but how to like how to like regular people like how does like the the like just folks. Yeah, what's Normie's like, what's Normie's yeah, thinking? Yeah, what is in general? How is he doing in the eyes of people? Um, and it seems like broadly speaking, fine. Um, I found some analyses Fine. of like the most recent dozen or so presidents, and he's kind of in the middle of the pack. Um, he's doing better than like four recent presidents were, uh, and worse than eight or nine recent presidents were. Um, which is like, yeah, again, and, and again, that, when I say recent, we're still talking about guys like 30, 40 years ago. So obviously, like, it, it was easier Relatively for them to get recent. higher highs. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, at the 166-day point in their presidencies, he's beating Donald Trump, Gerald Ford, Bill Clinton, and by a narrow margin, George W. Bush, which is meaningful because two of those were one-term presidents and two of those were two-term presidents. <laughs> the other nine polling-era presidents are all beating him. Um, but what's yeah, interesting but what is— Yeah, but how would they have done if they'd been around with Twitter? Yeah, know? because the—and the, this, this, this particular analysis I found was on Bloomberg. Other people have reported on the same basic idea, but— um, every previous president besides Trump either started their presidency above 60 percent approval or had spiked to that point uh, to that level at some point by now. Um, and they all had a much larger range of variants in the polls than we've seen. Like Ronald Reagan, by this point in his presidency, had experienced a 17 percent jump in popularity and a 10 percent drop. And Biden hasn't experienced anything close to either of those. Um, when we talk about this, it's I think it's important. I mean, just the nature of the world is so different and our country. And I increasingly don't see how we break out of this pretty, pretty consistent divide of statistically. This head, this head of how scratcher we are. of a year. <clears throat> yeah, this head scratcher of a year. Yeah, um, it's real, just it, we're yeah. so entrenched. We're so entrenched in our. our um, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's one of the Ideologies. big lessons. There was this. You, uh, you would talk about Democrats would talk a lot about uh, like if b- before the election, like if Biden gets in, it, you know, we're going to have this big blue wave, and it's going to lead to this era of good feelings where Americans, because mm. Trump was mm-hmm. so bad, everyone's so going to be so grateful to have an adult back in office, and we're gonna we're gonna it's going to be like the swinging nineties again mm-hmm. or whatever. I don't know. Like it's going to be in a, or the fifty, whatever. It's going to be like Americans are all going to get back on the same page, and obviously that was never it had never. any chance of happening. Um, but I think part of why I don't think we'll never see a sea shift in politics. I don't think we're stuck at this kind of like 52, 46 or whatever kind of divide. Um, what's actually more like 51, 52 to like 41, 42. Like that, that, that's kind of where, um, 538 has the aggregate yeah. of all the polls right now. Biden, 51, 52, uh, support 41, 42% against, which is, hasn't, it has changed, has narrowed somewhat against Biden's favor since he took office, but also has narrowed by a small enough margin that it could be within the margin of error. Like it's possible his his sure. literally there's been no change and it's just like polling funkiness. <clears throat> um, but you know what has changed a lot in a positive way? Raytheon's internal documents oh. on critical race theory. Raytheon, Raytheon <laughs> has spent a lot of time thinking about critical race theory, Katie. Because here's the thing about Raytheon. They care. They care about making sure their employees feel valued, and they care about making sure that they get the maximum blast radius out of a 2.4-kilogram hexagen charge when it detonates in the middle of a Yemeni school bus. Raytheon just cares, and that's what makes them so exceptional. So that they can help defund the police. Yep. Raytheon. What defund the police? Because every money that goes towards a cop isn't going to one of our new hexagen-powered Hellfire missiles. Defund the police, increase the military. That's their stance. Mm -hmm. Um, we'll be right back. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. T-I-K-A dot com. 
Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. Ah, we're back. We're back. We're back. Yeah, I want to finish talking about polling before we move on, because I'm just, yeah, uh, trying to get trying to get a handle on things. So, um, one of the things that's kind of interesting about, or like, broadly speaking, a significant majority of Americans think he's done a pretty good job on the coronavirus. Like, looks like to be around like in the sixty-ish percent range, and even um. A sizable chunk, like a third of Republicans, yeah. agree with that. Yeah. One of the things that's interesting about that to me is that his actual support among Republicans is much lower. It's about eight percent, which does say that like about a third of Republicans are. And when I say this, I'm not saying that Biden has actually done a particularly good job on the coronavirus. I'm not not saying like I, that's not the the point I'm making. It does suggest that a decent chunk of Republicans are willing to be, uh, like aren't are haven't drank the whole. Democrats are literally communists trying to murder us Kool-Aid, um, which I found optimistic, but is also pessimistic because it shows that, I, I don't know, a lot more Republicans maybe can. Yeah, I um, mean, it's something, but it's not good. It's not good. It, it's complex because there are, I don't know how many of the Republicans who don't support his coronavirus handling actually have reasonable cases against because there's very reasonable criticisms of of his handling of coronavirus, including opening schools too early, like, uh, lack of caution about variants. Like, there's a bunch of things you can you can go after him on. Um, so I don't know how many Republicans are like, well, I don't approve of his handling of the coronavirus because of these very real flaws with it, as opposed to how many I don't approve of his handling of the coronavirus because he's trying to put chips in my children right, so that right. Bill Gates yeah, because it's fake and there, yeah, he helps. Yeah. He invented um, it with China to get mm-hmm. Fauci a bunch of money or something. So that um, does that does kind of make it difficult to take more of a lesson out of that. Um, yes, Katie? Yeah. No, I, I, I don't have much to add. I was debating whether adding that it it is problematic, this divide right now in terms of our vaccinations. You know, we're yeah. not fully vaccinating about half of the countries is not. Yeah. Um, a percentage of that plans to at some point, um, but a, a large chunk of that are not going to. And uh, we don't need to talk about the Delta variant, but it. What about the Lambda variant? Yeah. Any variant, but it, it it's it's hard. It's I, tricky. I'm trying, it, it's this weird mix of trying not to like fear monger about the variants because by God, at this point, freaking well, out about them isn't going to help anybody. But also like, I don't know what, how, nobody really does like, because viruses can mutate in a variety of ways. So yeah. well, the scary and, and thing, it, it is scary that they're continuing to mutate and that we won't get a handle on it. That because is Because people won't get vaccinated. You know, yeah. I, I think that, the majority of our listeners are fully vaccinated at this point. I yes. think you don't have to be afraid for your own life. Um, there are lots of cases of people getting it, even though they're vaccinated, but they get it mildly. Um, not lots, but I, I've heard anecdotally yeah. of several yeah, just from friends. Um, but, um, but they don't get it hard. But, but the, the thing that the missing piece is, is you're probably not um, spreading it widely if you are vaccinated and you get it and you don't know, but yep. it's potential. And the people that are most affected, of course, are those that are unvaccinated. But also let's think about our hospitals, especially, especially in regions where there's such a high percentage of people that are unvaccinated. This is a continuing nightmare that then goes on to affect everybody else's access to health care. So yep. 
small tangent um, for me to say as everybody's weighing their own personal decisions in your own communities about whether to wear masks. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. Um, and it's like, you know, um, I don't know what to say about like the like so much of our polarization problem is this the shit we were talking about last time right it's it's a, the a, in a lot of ways our most fundamental failure of infrastructure the 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 worst infrastructure problem we have isn't bridges it isn't power it isn't um electricity it's uh, failures of of mental infrastructure it's failures mm. to adequately educate people to make good decisions to avoid being influenced by fucking conmen and grifters and it's failures to um prepare people to make the kind of decisions that citizens in a democratic society need to be able to make with with a reasonable amount of competence if we're going to continue to have a democratic society that doesn't slide into authoritarianism. And um, the, the, the vaccine issue should be the least controversial thing. Like, in a, in a healthy, unhealthy democracy, we would all be on the same page about vaccines. We'd be screaming at each other about the gold standard or Benghazi or whatever. Um, but, but we're, we're not even, we're not even as healthy as we were during 2012 when we were screaming at each other over Benghazi and whether or not Barack Obama had a, a, a valid birth certificate, um, which doesn't bode well. Uh, but I, I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to lay in on that too much in terms of other things that there's, that were polar, that we're not polarized about, um, Vast majority of Americans, about as strong a majority as approve of Biden's handling of the coronavirus, disapprove of his handling of the border. And yeah. that does seem to be for very split reasons, right? Yeah. <laughs> Across the board, the border is mm -hmm. bad for Biden. <gasps> Ooh. Okay. Yeah. Got there. Um, <laughs> border bad. Biden better. Yeah. Bill. You know who can't grow yes, across B. the border? A lot of. Desperate people. Um, yeah. Anyway. So, yeah, yeah. for um, different reasons. There's a lot of, yeah. Um, same, I don't know if you're going to get to this. There's a, a poll about uh, the views of, uh, Americans' views on crime. Yeah. And the, the, quote, rise of crime. I feel like we're, we'll talk about this more in depth uh, in the future. But one I found interesting is that uh, Americans seeing crime as a very serious problem in America uh, is at an all-time, uh, is it like a 20-year high. Mm -hmm. Um, that's not to say that crime is at a 20 year high. It's sure the, not. It's sure <laughs> not. Uh, but the perception, the view is that we're, it's the concern is there and maybe the media has something to do with that. And they're, they're reporting over the past, even just the past few weeks fueling it. Who knows? But, uh, I found this interesting because along with the poll was this little bit of information, 75% say that violent crime would be reduced by increasing funding to build economic opportunities in poor communities. Now, see, that's good news because that's it good news. would be. Very yeah. good news. Um, <laughs> um, it's, uh, and even 65% uh, say the same about using social workers to help police defuse situations with people having emotional problems. Um, again, is, we get to this. This is kind of a similar issue with guns, where if you actually look at a, a lot of the policies that would help, people don't disagree about but right. when it comes to the way the issue is framed yes they do because when it comes to the way the, this <laughs> issue is framed it's not crime has risen people are very concerned about it and they support economic remedies and more social workers and communities it's crime has risen let's give the cops more guns yeah. um, right right like because the people who are framing it that way in the media are the people who have got everyone scared even though while there's things to be concerned about, anytime you see violent crime rises the way it has in a lot of them, of course, it's reasonable for people to be concerned. Not as concerned as they are because the rise is not as bad as people think it is because media has overhyped this to be some sort of gigantic 70s style crime wave when it's not. It's just yeah. not. Oh, the but do you see the viral video of the Target trash they bag want, person? Yeah, thief? people stealing from Target. Yeah, see that? Yeah. Come on. Um, people, people want. The easy thing of treating the symptom, not the disease. Yeah. It's not easy. You're not treating the symptom by giving money to the police, but mm. they think it. Yeah. You've been indoctrinated to think that that's the solution. And you're well, not and thinking about the fact that that doesn't solve shit and that the problems are getting worse because we're not doing anything about the problems. And a lot of media wants that to be wants cops to be the solution because yeah. they're the extent of their research on it is, oh, crime is risen. Let's go on a ride along with a cop and film it. 
mm-hmm. because that'll mm-hmm. make that'll make good footage. Yeah, same reason they uh, they just print uh, any police statement as yep. like fact, more or less. I, uh, they're just stenographers for the police. Look, um, <laughs> I, I we talk a lot about how much a problem it is that like there's no shared concept of reality, but like I most people absolutely should hate the press um, because nationwide they're not good at their job. Um, yeah, no, comprehensively um, failed. And nationwide, yeah. they're not on our side. No, it's great. <laughs> there, uh, this, I mean, the yeah. reason this, uh, even this, uh, poll got on my radar is because, uh, if you see it, I, uh, Ted, Ted Cruz, uh, quote tweeted the, uh, the post from ABC News, and his, his little comment was, oh, but sure, we gotta defund the police. Uh, because the, 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 the first tweet is just in the number of Americans seeing crime is an extremely serious problem. In the United States is at more than 20 year high. Joe Biden is underwater and trust to handle it. According to new poll, that's the tweet. Uh, there's no context about like, by the way, it's not like the crime isn't at 20 or high or anything like that. It's just the people. Um, that's the first tweet. The follow up tweet was about how 75% think that uh, we should actually like, just like increase funding in, in communities in poor communities. Uh, and have social workers uh, deal with a lot of these problems. Um, So the framing of this by the media allows weasels like Ted Cruz to quote tweet this thing and say, see, but the Democrats want to defund the police, even though the follow-up tweet literally has those measures as being extremely popular. Mm -hmm. Um, So I guess, uh, yeah, I guess I'm just like (laughs) frustratingly agreeing with you. They suck. They're awful. Yeah, they're, uh, they're terrible. Ter- they're terrible at this. Um, and you and know, like, part of it thing. is on purpose. Like they've always been terrible. And this is like the complexity yeah. when we talk about like the issue of the death of truth. We're not when I say, talk about the death of truth. I'm not talking about the death of objective truth. That has remained unchanged. I'm talking about the death of a widely agreed upon standard of truth, which doesn't mean people still didn't buy into bullshit. It's just more yeah. people bought into the same bullshit because you can read a lot about. For example, the ways in which the CIA would manufacture consent for U.S. interventions in Latin America, um, the ways that like during the all the press who were trying to cover the invasion of Panama and just went with the military and the military didn't let them into the country and made up reasons for there to be delays. So they got in there late and they didn't get to see any of the war crimes and almost nobody realized what had gone on. And you know, like or how, you know, we would when we overthrew the government of Guatemala, they were just, you know, they had the CIA operative guys like Dulles had their pet journalists who they reached out to to write the stories that made it look like, no, this is a victory in the cause of liberty. And most Americans are like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, that's still a problem. It was a problem that like people bought into lies then. And to an extent, the fracturing of the concept of truth is because more people have a realistic understanding of what is actually happening. But it's still a problem that are under the nationwide our conception of reality is so divergent. And that's kind of a lot to hold in your head, right? Both that it's a problem that truth is fractured and that when truth was more unified, it made it very easy for our government to get people on board with horrific things. Both of those things are true at once. Yeah. And I don't have like a simple solution to how to what. Yeah. Like it's not a it's not a simple issue. It's never it's not as easy as if we just had another Walter Cronkite. Because Walter Cronkite was the engine of a fair amount of disinformation himself. Exactly. Um, (laughs) We've never done it good. No, it's never been good. Like, it's the same thing about, like, when we talk about good governance. That's not a thing that's existed. Um, You have had some countries, and you still have some countries in Europe, who were very successful at extracting enough wealth out of the rest of the world and continue to be successful enough at that that they provide well to the people who live within their borders, like Canada. Um, reasonably good at that compared to the United States, but you don't have good governance because I would argue good governance ne- mean governance means not exploiting huge numbers of people. But mm. I would accept that argument. Yet. Anyway, that's speaking what I have of to say exploiting about <laughs> yeah. many many people and let's roll on Cody. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. my goodness, oh um, Biden, you're doing great, yeah, bud. We support that. Your, that checks out. Doing great. Um, yeah, I. <laughs> I don't know how we move through this period of time. Maybe it's with Matthew McConaughey platitudes, but I doubt it. It would be funny if he just fixed everything. Mm. If that was what did it. (laughs) Just takes his shirt off and starts talking about like carbon capture. Just fucking his way into like regenerating uh, uh, forests in order to trap more carbon. Change the whole fucking system. Like Mm. every month there's some way that everybody that we vote on major legislation and then 
our senators or I don't know. I don't know. I want to have the opportunity to vote for Medicare for all. It would be an infrastructure. I want I want to say on that, you know. You know, there's elements of that system that I think would be better. There's elements of that system that I that think would be worse work, because but... it's it's also the level of disinformation is frightening when you consider yeah. what if you could freak out enough Americans to like ban a vaccine because that mm-hmm. week the media cycle yep. like <laughs> there's a lot of really uh, the way that's why I I tend to to like when I talk about being an anarchist, I I for me because there's a bunch of things that means it doesn't mean I have like a system that I want people to adopt or I have a a suggestion for the way it all could work. It means that when I look at problems in society, the solutions I tend to angle towards are ones that devolve structures of power and hierarchy. Um, Because I think much more often than not, that tends to make problems like better. And when you reduce the power of organizations, the ability of organizations to exert power over individuals, when you reduce the the power of groups of people to exert power, when you reduce the hierarchies that exist, you reduce the the places that, like, for example, sociopaths can hide and exert damage. You can reduce the damage that a group, group of angry people can be convinced to do by a media mogul. Uh, so I, that that tends to be where I land in terms of, like, what is going to get out of this, get us out of this. It's, it's devolving power relations. Because I'm willing to admit that, like, yeah, maybe the solution will be there's so there's I, there's a book Garrison and I've been going through for through for a new series we're we're talking about that kind of goes over the broadly speaking what are the possible systems that could evolve, uh, develop that would that would lead to mm-hmm. action on climate change and there's like kind of they're not positive or negative they're just different systems depending on your attitude they'd be better one of them is climate leviathan is the term they use which <laughs> is a a massive kind of like a much more effective UN style international mm-hmm. organization based around kind of liberal attitudes towards how do you fix this stuff, gas taxes and like restrictions on what people can do and like a very top down, we have to deal with these problems attitude. There's kind of a more fascist style thing, which is, which is basically like fuck fixing the problem. Let's hoard resources for our block of people and screw everyone else over. So capitalist There's a more, and- yeah, also, like, there's a more. I mean, both both the climate leviathan and that are capitalist. Um, but I like just, the name climate leviathan. Yeah, and it, and it's it, it's the kind of thing where like some. I'm sure there's people listening to say, yeah, that's what we need. I can't say that wouldn't work because nothing. No one knows what's going to work. That one scares me. It doesn't scare me as much as kind of the more fascist thing. And then there's like the one that what they call climate Mao, which is this idea of like more based around particularly like Asian style socialist uh, mass movement kind of uh, responses to the problem of climate change that are, are extremely centralized, um, but in a much less, you know, it, 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 it's just kind of a different, different take on sort of the climate Leviathan style. And then you have, um, I can tell you right now, climate Mao isn't going to go over for most of the world. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but it, it it's like th- this isn't what people would call it. These are the, they're kind of trying to categorize. Being so this is cheeky, Robert. Climate Leviathan is basically the idea of like, okay, if if the response is largely organized by the United States and Western mm-hmm. kind of bloc nations, this is the kind of thing they would probably try to do based on the current, right. based on the way NATO works, based on the way the EU works. Climate Mao is kind of assuming, okay, if China is successful in getting a large block of countries together, these are the ways in which, mm-hmm. based on the ways they're already approaching the problem of climate change, this is the way they would probably try to go yeah, for it. Yeah. And then, you know, there's the option, I think they call it option X, which is a much more decentralized um and much less and, and much more based on kind kind of fundamentally changing the way we we order our our society so that you can't have some of these massive overarching international structures yeah. that make the kind of damage that we're doing to our climate yeah. possible um i don't know i don't want to like get into this too much because i'm still trying to wrap my head around it but i've been well and you're a doing a whole about... new show on this yeah I don't know. There's who knows what's going to fucking work uh, or what's going to get tried. Um, but anyway, but I know what's going to happen right now. Mm-hmm. It's, it's another ad. Yeah. Ad break. Welcome to the worst year ever. We'll get through together or not. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. 
the 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbiotica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbiotica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O-T-I-K-A.com. Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer. And that's why I'm so excited that JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. The Walker Hayes for JCPenney Collection is an upbeat playlist of instant classics with laid-back appeal and down-home vibes. As a dad of seven kids, he knows exactly what fathers want and need when it comes to their style. This collection reflects his casually cool styles with outdoor-inspired details and versatile colors. Perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th, just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Everything is so dumb, 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 dumb. We're back. We are back. News just dropped that North America has lost 3 billion birds in 50 years. Jesus. Is that a lot? Nah, it's probably fine. Perfect transition to talking about some yeah. more of the uh, climate change disasters we're seeing. Yay. Uh, bad, bad news. Um, yeah. Uh, anywho, the ocean's on fire in it's, Mexico's it's been on Yucatan fire Peninsula. a couple of times in the last few days. Yeah, mm. yeah. This one's in Mexico's Yucatan Peninsula. Uh, the fire began, I guess, in an underwater pipeline that connects to... Um, uh, a platform at uh, Pemex's Kumalub Zap oil development. Um, uh, apparently, the fire was due to a gas pipeline rupture um, uh, and was brought under control using water pumps and hoses for about five hours. Um, this is fun. Angel Carrizales, who is the executive director of uh, Mexico's oil safety regulatory agency, said that the incident... Uh, did not generate any spill, <laughs> but experts are saying, I don't know about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, yeah, like, okay. it is funny that they're saying we're pretty sure there wasn't a spill because it was all on so much fire. <laughs> like They're saying like the best case scenario is that the fire contains the oil yeah. from going too far. But like the oh, fact that the God. ocean is on fire means that there's shit <gasps> in the ocean causing it to be on fire that things shouldn't need to be, be flammable for in the ocean. Yeah. This I isn't mean, like a flaming mo cocktail or whatever. But you your- gotta give a shout out to the PR person who was like, "Wait, wait, wait! It's not a spill because it all burned up. It's all burned up. It's all burned Unbelievable. up. Unbelievable. Problem um, solved. Can't call it a spill. <laughs> Self closing loop. <laughs> yeah, this is from the CNN. I'm not sure. Um, Simon George, a professor of organic geochemistry at Macquarie University in Australia. Sounds made up. I don't trust yeah. him. Uh, tells CNET, CNET that for such a dramatic and sustained flame to persist on the ocean, a continuous stream of natural gas must have been making its way to the surface from the leak. Um, so, yeah, that's mm. what's going on there. I could have guessed that. Even if I <laughs> yeah, wasn't a professor I, of organic I, geochemistry. I could have guessed that, too. Um and then there was this yeah. Exxon I do think looking at the ocean fire, you go, it probably got a lot of shit in the ocean, didn't they? Yeah, that was my guess. <laughs> yeah. All I saw was the the uh, seemingly CGI video of the portal to hell. Unbelievable! That opened up in the ocean. <laughs> you like it, cool. it, two things that don't belong together. You know, mm-hmm. um, I'm 
I'm watching My Hero Academia. Well, you know, we're all individuals. That's fire and ice. You have fire and you've got water. And I think, you know, we need to think about the uh, collective nature of of nature itself and support uh, fires in water. Yeah, I mean, it's it is interesting. Some people have noted this that like in the what was it? it was like the 60s and 70s. I think it might have started in the 50s. But like the Cuyahoga River in Cleveland lit on fire like so many times like that fucking river kept mm-hmm. catching on mm-hmm. fire. It was a, like Not sometimes the, the fires would be like the flames would be like five stories tall. Like the the river was very flammable and it was a big reason why the EPA was created because Americans at that point, again, talking about like a shared concept of reality, were all like. Oh, it's pretty bad if a river keeps catching on fire. We should Seems probably bad. do something about this. We should look into this. But um, there's also arguments that because of how effective the EPA was cleaning at, at cleaning up kind of the cosmetic issues of, mm-hmm. of, of like littering and stuff, how they were able to pretty things up and reduce the amount of obvious like fuckery, uh, it actually contributed to us not notice or to people yeah. being able to ignore climate change because there yeah. was less flaming rivers. Um, That's interesting and true. Yeah, yeah. Um, incidentally, anyway. uh, that river caught fire last year. Oh, oh the Cuyahoga okay. dig. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cleveland's back. Yeah. Just like America. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing it. We did it. Joe Biden's doing it all. That's right. We're burning back better. <laughs> Burn um, back better, <laughs> Cleveland. Someone needs to do like a Cleveland Chamber of Commerce app. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking about oil, gas. And our previous conversations about mm. infrastructure, regulation, et cetera. This ExxonMobil story. Did you guys oh, yeah. read about it's this? F- too? Oh, yeah. This is fun. Just in case you guys don't know, um, <laughs> Greenpeace uh, pretended uh, to be interviewing lobbyists, I guess, and got Keith McCoy, uh, who is a senior ExxonMobil lobbyist. Um, unaffiliated with ExxonMobil. Whatever uh, he said in that meeting is we don't, we don't stand by it. Okay? Um, they got him on a, a Zoom interview meeting and recorded it, recorded him saying all the quiet parts out loud uh, about ExxonMobil and what they've been doing with climate change um, and uh, then they released it to Channel 4 News and I just before we talk about it, it's just that was so fucking easy and so fucking dumb. You got duped so yeah. easily. Yeah, I mean, well, that's the first thing Greenpeace has done in a while that I thought was pretty fucking based. Um, yeah, it's wild. The thing, yeah. the thing is though, like it's it's, it's wild and like oh, I can't believe you said all that stuff and they got it so easy. They kind of know that there are no consequences for their actions. No yeah, I mean, there are long-term consequences on the planet and their future generations. But like in terms of them, uh, like it doesn't matter to them. There's this... no political will to make any of them pay the price that they ought no, to pay for this. Because specifically of what they he says. Speaking he, of political just, will, he lays it out. Okay, I mean, he he specifically talks about you know. How he they lobby, um, you know, have lobbied lobbied against the change climate change measures in Biden's infrastructure bill. Um, you know yeah. how early on they pushed back against climate change by using third parties. Um, you know, and 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 how they you know keep senators in their pocket. This this right here um, is it in a nutshell. Mr. McCoy said, "When you have an opportunity to talk to a member of cross of Congress, I liken it to fishing, right?" You know you have bait. You throw that bait out and they say, oh, you want to talk about infrastructure? Yeah. And then you start to reel them in and you start to have those conversations about federal leasing programs. You start to have those conversations about carbon tax, you know, all these opportunities that you use. And to use the fishing analogy again, you kind of reel them in. I make sure I get them the right information they need so they look good. And then they help me out. They're a captive audience. They know they need you and I need them. There it is. There it is. Yeah. That's why nothing yeah. matters. That's why they it won't it. change. Um, yeah, and it's 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 awesome. There's another great point in that uh, that I'm just going to keep reading the quote. Yeah. Mr. McCoy yeah. appears to suggest that ExxonMobil's yes. public support for a carbon is, tax yeah. is underpinned no, by the no. conviction that it will never happen, allowing the company to support it in order to appear green. He said, ah. I will tell you that there is not an appetite for a carbon tax. It is a non-starter. Nobody is going to propose a tax on all Americans. And the cynical side of me says, yeah, we kind of know that. But it gives us a talking point. We can say, well, what is ExxonMobil for? Well, we're for a carbon tax. So craven. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, green it's green Exxon commercials, BP, yeah. uh diversity, yeah. like all the shit they do so that they don't have to address things and uh it's just wild to hear It's rad. Say. I I kept thinking reading this article about <laughs> I I went on a little bit of a a little bit of like a, a rabbit hole this weekend reading about Tolkien's views on um, J.R.R. Tolkien, like the, the Lord of the Rings guys, views on politics. Because he was like, he, he identified as, self-identified as an anarchist. Not Kyle huh? Tolkien, sorry. <laughs> no, not, not, I don't even, who, is that a real person, Cody? No, it's just a picked, no. I picked a name. Okay, thank you. But he talked a bit about, there was there was a line where he was, he, in a letter he wrote to his son, where he was talking about like the wonderful trend of people bombing factories and power stations and saying like, I hope it continues, but I also hope that it's seen by a majority of people as patriotic, because if most people don't think it's rad, then it's not going to work, right? Most people have to agree like, yeah, it's fucking cool to blow up factories and oil pipelines. And they don't right now. And it would be rad if most people looked at somebody damaging oil company infrastructure and went based but instead they'll go no that person should get a 35 year terrorism enhancement on their sentence and die in a cell because mm-hmm. they attempted to stop yeah. the environment from dying can i ask it's a question good. yeah what does based mean <laughs> it means like cool but in cool in a context. sense of like it's ideologically sound as well it's used okay. on all sides but it means like not just like not just like rad, but like rad in a way that is good politics, I guess would be okay. like my, my yeah. best way of describing it. Correct. So not, and, yeah. Uh, so not like Chugi. Praxis. Profound. Yeah. No. Um, it's uh, yeah. honestly like it's, it, language is so silly. Uh, it's yes. like an update. It's like, it's kind of like woke was years ago. Yes. Like, it's just like, oh, that, your, your, your point, your point is well? aware, no, is aware this is, of this. This was kind of stolen from fascists, Katie. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I couldn't oh, tell that's you different the for a exact change. place it started, but it first gained like real currency online among like the alt-right and stuff. Got it. Okay. Um, but it's just a fun thing to say. So everybody yeah, like says it. base now. It's like pilled. Yeah. 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 It's I'll all, start. Yeah. I'll start trying to use it. It. Yeah. I'm going to work it in mm-hmm. do it very now. effortlessly. Clearly do it now. That's yeah. the based choice. That's the base choice. That yes. Best, it's based to choice. use base. I'm going to well, get better at this based to use base because I'm... a lot of that. Anyway, whatever that's, let's move on. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like Melania says, be based. Be um, based. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, so frustrating. And like, it's the kind of thing like, you know, there are documents from Exxon, uh, decades ago, they knew about it. They denied it. Uh, they did their own quote science um, to disprove it. Uh, there's a quote, uh, another quote from this fucking guy. Um, did we aggressively fight against some of the science? Yes. Did we hide our science? Absolutely not. Did we join some of these shadow groups to work against some of the early efforts? Yes, that's true. But there's nothing. There's nothing illegal about it. He says this a lot during the during the meeting. There's not illegal. It's nothing illegal about it. Which maybe if you keep having to say that, maybe that indicates that you're like morally like questionable. Like maybe like you feel like you're you're ethically doing something bad, but you're justifying it because it's it's not illegal. Um. And uh, I just find it so interesting that, not interesting, just like obvious. We all know that there's no political will to do these things. We all know that. Uh, they do too. And they use they're it to part their advantage. Of, they're the, a big part of the reason there's a big no part of the reason. Re- will. Um, um, would like to give a uh, shout out to our, our boy Joe Manchin uh, for making the list, making the top of the list of, of uh uh, folks in Congress that uh, Mr. McCoy cited as being very, very helpful to ExxonMobil uh, and their anti-climate along with cinema cause, along with cinema, of course. Um, but uh, I believe, almost, what was it? Yeah, Cinema, your state's uh, on fire. Yeah, um, fuck you. I just, uh, Mr. McCoy, my... see, fuck them all. I wanted to mention Manchin because McCoy described him as the kingmaker. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, speaks to his office on a weekly basis. I bet the Joe King Manchin Maker. masturbated when he heard that. Oh yeah, Kingmaker. Yeah, yeah. He That's how he sounds like, right? To. He just came so. Hard. I'm Joe Manchin, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, he wishes he had one of those tube things so he could just That's plug right. it into the Capitol Hill and it would mm-hmm. suck his cum. Go to, oh yeah, just go to a, go to the go to the mm-hmm. Tesla charging point and just drop off your cum. His cum, Boys. which is the consi- the consistency of you know that kind of like spongy Ethiopian bread, really tasty stuff. 
if you oh, were to Robert. soak that in buttermilk and then mm-hmm. leave it out in like park it in a black car in the sun during a heat mm-hmm. wave and give it about eight hours. So like kind of yeasty. Yeah, yeasty, but like yeah, yeah, very yeasty and mottled and and but also like thick, like turgid, I like just, a turgid mass of cum. That's Joe believe, Manchin's semen. I can't believe the person I've become in the year and a half of recording this show with you guys that I don't even flinch at this. What I thought was funny is when you said become, Cody laughed. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw it. You can't undo that. Boy. Listen, listen here. Listen here. Look. Uh, <laughs> I can explain. Is that it for us today? Is that the note we leave um, this on? Let's, let's end on a happy note and talk about Patriot Front showing up in Philly. Oh, that that's is fun. fun. That's a that nice, is fun. Every now and then we get to get a nice story, too, right? It's yeah. Like, yeah. Instead of become, which is honey. So these, right, yeah, good. it is. It God. is. You're, you are eating cum when you put honey in your in your tea. That's um, right. And if you're a cop and you're getting your tea from a restaurant, there's actual cum. In oh there yeah, too, absolutely. The they 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 put bee That's, cum in there, but also human cum. Yeah, yeah. The cum in your coffee is the least of your concerns. Exactly. Um, uh, all right. Tell us. Uh, about fascists that. embarrassed themselves. Uh, they sure did. <laughs> They just can't stop. They love. They love being. Can't silly. stop. Won't stop. So there's this group, Patriot Front, which is like they're Nazis. There's they, they will. The thing that they've started doing is because Charlottesville. Some of these, like especially some of their like organizational folks, were at you know 2017 United Threat in Charlottesville, and that didn't end well in the long run for them. Yeah. Um, but they want to keep doing stuff. So they like Should've they put up stickers on, all guys. over the place that are like not con- not stolen, conquered about like in, you know indigenous lands and stuff. And they'll, you know, they try like try to try to pill Americans with stuff that's very fashy, but not not Nazi explicitly. Like that's kind of their thing. They're not gonna wear a wave a swastika, but they're they're right. they're doing the same thing. Yeah, it's like fa- these... like fashy, like Western chauvinism, kind of obfuscating yeah. like what they're what they're saying. Harder and... in the fascism than the Proud Boys, which is why they're not as as big. But right. one of the things they've been doing lately is they've been organizing these things that kind of seem like flash demonstrations, but aren't where. They'll bus everyone that they can get into a city and do like a march that they won't, there won't be any PR ahead of time. So suddenly just like a hundred of these dudes with shields and banners and masks all dressed the same will be marching through and sometimes they'll throw off smoke bombs to make it look eerie. We'll like march through DC or something. They decided to do that in Philly and none of them were from Philly as best as we could tell. Philadelphia, famously, so so you know about Philadelphia. When the Eagles won the Super Bowl, because it was a chance that the Eagles would win, prior to the game concluding, the police put lube on all of the light traffic lights and, and like street lights and stuff in a huge chunk of the city. Because something that Philadelphians do whenever a good or a bad thing happens is just spontaneously take to the streets to tear yeah. down all of the light poles. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's just how Philly likes to that. play. It's in the bylaws. They got it like, what's, I don't, I don't see the problem. When we are angry, all of that we will lube. remove. Yeah was useless because within like an hour of the game ending, not, the cops had retreated. They just left where the crowd was because like, there's no controlling these people. There is nothing we can do to handle this crowd. And people, sure enough, found a way through sheer mass of people to tear down a bunch of light poles. <laughs> like, that's what Philly does on a good day when they're happy. I mean, that's a, <laughs> a story of resilience. It's called America. Philly got angry. And like, but when I say Philly, like four or five dudes, because this was right. a flash thing, right? There was no time. For right, a right. Protest. It's not like, yeah, the, like the city didn't descend on them. It was mm-hmm. like five people Philly. Like, just, wait, fuck this. It was just like four or five guys who happened to be hanging out on July 3rd and realized like those guys are fucking Nazis and mm-hmm. just started pummeling them, <laughs> throwing shit. And they broke and ran and ran back to the fucking rider truck that they were all driving in, and they got caught t- by the cops because they were all illegally riding in the back of a box truck. <laughs> and then they had to like sit down on the ground and get photographed while the cops like sighted them. So good. It Pathetic. was extremely funny. Um, very uh, satisfying. What a fun note. It was note. very, very funny. Nobody song. was arrested because no oh, crimes yeah. were committed. Right. They were just like. <laughs> Even the cops were like, well, it kind of seems like you shouldn't have been in Philly, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a heartwarming tale. Oh, uh, God, I love Philly. Great, great, great. <laughs> Probably will never go there again, but I, I appreciate their, their chutzpah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. 
I hope you enjoyed that light note and to this episode. Mm-hmm. I, fuck, I hope you enjoyed the whole dang thing. You know, sure. that's what mm-hmm. we're here for. Especially right. talking about Joe Manchin. You know what? If you're an artist, if you're a graphic designer, right? If you're, if you're, I don't know, if Darren Aronofsky's listening, mm. film Joe Manchin's come. You know, mm-hmm. make you can make your own. We gave you the the the, the recipe. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Just make it make it right happen, there. people. It's it's right like there. a like a sourdough starter. Feel like, feel like okay. it's going to be like Cronenbergarian kind of. Yeah, Cronenberg would be the right guy to direct Joe Manchin's Come, mm-hmm. a ninety minute movie starring Ta- Kurt 90. Russell. It's oh, a, it's we a get winner. Kurt Russell back too. Yeah, because he's the right guy <laughs> to confront such a monster. If there's one thing I know about Kurt Russell. Will he be willing to dive into it and explode it from the inside? Yeah, yeah, he would. He's the only hero who can save us from the you guys are losing me. Joe Manchin scene. You're losing me. All right, well. Bye! Bye! Everything's so dumb. Everything's so dumb and it's gonna get dumber. Great. I tried. Yes. Daniel? Lovely. Worst Year Ever is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.